Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. It's not okay to be a fair-weather Christian, right? To be half-hearted in your relationship with God. What did Jesus say to the church in the book of Revelation? He said, I wish you were hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. So in modern terminology, that would be, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth, right? Because he wants us to either be all in or not, right? And the church today, you know, sometimes sends wrong messages, not this church, but in America, that, hey, you can be a Christian and live in sin and do whatever, but full commitment is to be all in with Jesus. Now, Absalom, uh, you know, and those who followed him to Jerusalem, they were having a great time. They thought, yeah, this is the way to go. Following Absalom, he's in rebellion to God. We're going to party. We're going to get loaded. We're going to loot the city and have sex with the women and be immoral and, and put it on the rooftops and do immoral things. And we're going to party and it's going to be so awesome. And there were people who probably thought, this is so good, right? We're partying down, having whatever we want, doing whatever we want, fulfilling the lust of the flesh. But here's the thing. It only lasted for a short time. And after a while, those who were following Absalom realized, man, he's, he's a rebellious person. He's rebellious to God. And this was a bad choice. In fact, Ahithophel, uh, who was David's friend and wise counselor, one of the wisest counselors, joined Absalom, but after a short time realized, man, this rebellion to God, uh, it's not going to be good. He could see that Absalom was making bad choices. And so what did Ahithophel do after the party in for a few days and he realizes this is bad? Well, he realized that he was a fool for following Absalom, who's in rebellion to God. And what does he do? He commits suicide. And that's how the enemy works, right? The enemy deceives us into thinking, man, you can live any way you want, do whatever you want, and then when the consequences come, then, then the guilt, then the shame, and then he's like, you loser, right? And, and so Ahithophel commits suicide. But that's why God tells us in his word in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, right? It's destructive. And, and God doesn't want you to uh, be ignorant of the fact that the wages of sin is death. God wants you to be blessed. And now Absalom is a picture of the world today deceiving people uh, into rebellion against God. And our culture is doing that, right? Our culture is, hey, do whatever you want, and... Uh, and, you know, there's no right, there's no wrong, and, and eat more and more. I mean, you know, many of you are in the age group where you can't comprehend that there's no right and there's no wrong. So when someone will say to me, did you hear that bit of news the other day? This politician or this athlete or this person, they lied. And when I say to them, no, in their world, there's no such thing as a lie. There's no right, there's no wrong, and there's no lies. And they look at me like, Pastor Bob, you're an idiot. But that's what they're teaching in our schools, right? It, from every age up, right? I mean, it's crazy, but it is the truth. And so when you teach people there's no such thing as sin, there's no such thing as wrong, well, then consequences come, right? The Bible says that, you know, yeah, it's exciting to party for a season, sin for a season. And as a young Christian, I used to say that a little bit in my sermons and, uh, you know, in my messages. And my wife would say, don't talk about it. Maybe even as an older Christian, I used to say it. But, you know, sometimes, like, man, it's so fun to party and get high and snort cocaine and be crazy. And, and my wife's like, don't say that. I'm like, well, it, the Bible says it's fun for a season. And then it fries your mind and you can't talk, you know, or you can't think. And so, uh, right, it's, it's destructive. And, you know, 
The Bible tells us over and over again. And, and the world is just saying, no, no, the Bible's not true. You can do whatever you want. It's all going to be good. But the truth is that sin destroys. And, and Absalom is a picture of that. Being in rebellion to God produces destruction. And sin destroys every part of your being, your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health. And, and we see that in our society as we more and more teach generation after generation after generation, there's no right, there's no wrong, do what you want. You, you can be in rebellion to God and it's all fine. And so what do we have in our society now? We've gone from being the richest, wealthiest place where everybody wanted to move to, to now we have a drug addiction epidemic. We have depression epidemic. We have suicide epidemic. We have sexually transmitted disease epidemic. We have mental health crisis and physical health crisis and moral crisis and spiritual crisis. Our country is just in a crisis, right? And, and it's not just because of two or three really bad politicians. Those are the best words I could find, right? Um, right? It's not just a couple politicians, right? It's, it's just pervading in our culture. Because when you have a group of people who say, we don't believe in God, and we don't need the Bible, and we can do whatever we want, well, then that leads to all this idiotic stuff. Absalom, they're partying, and what happens? Well, they battle against David, and then they all lose their lives, right? Did God want that? No, but that's what happened. And, and you know, the rebellion against God and the rebellion against David came to an end. David was exiled for a short time, but then David came back to rule as king over the kingdom. Now, Jesus has ascended, and he's gone for a while, but here's the good news. Jesus is coming back, and he's going to rule and reign, right? Yeah. That's something to be excited about, because that is going to be forever, right? For us, eternity, right? Going to be with the Lord, and we get to rule and reign with him. Those of us who make a commitment to him now, Jesus said, look, if you profess me publicly now, I'll profess you before my father, right? And so for all of us to just be reminded that the pleasures of sin are for a season. And so it is fun to party. It is fun to eat LSD and be out of your mind and talk to a telephone pole for four hours or whatever. I mean, some of you are like, is that real? Yeah. I mean, have you done that? Well, not a telephone pole, but anyway, I mean, <clears throat> it is fun to do stupid things. Uh, why? I don't, because of the sinful nature. But the truth is, it destroys your life, and God doesn't want that. And so, you know, the pleasures of sin are short, but life in Christ, it brings eternal life, abundant life. It brings forever in heaven with no more pain, no more sorrow, but it also brings a quality of life now. We're not created to be selfish, self-centered people. We're created to be loving, giving. Any fool can live their life to be selfish, right? You just think of the dumbest person you know, they can do it. They can be a carnal, selfish, self-centered person, right? It's easy, but it takes true commit commitment to follow Jesus. Why? Because things are going to be hard. He's going to ask you to do things that you don't want to do. He's going to tell you to say you're sorry. Oh, I don't want to do that. He's going he's to, you know, ask you to talk to someone you don't want to talk to. He's going to ask you to pray for somebody you don't want to pray for, right? And that's, that's okay, though, because He's never asking you to take some medication that the side effects will be vomiting, diarrhea, nausea, cancer, tumor, suicide. I mean, he, he's just saying, love people, and guess what's going to happen? You reap what you sow. When you love people and you bless people, then that's what comes back to you. And so, as we think about our commitment to the Lord, where would you rate your commitment to Jesus this morning on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being, I'm fully committed, I would take a bullet for him, or 1 being, I'm committed as long as he does what I want, then I'm in. But if he crosses me, I'm out, right? I mean, and most of you have been in church for a little while. You know, there are people that are like, I'm committed to this church until the pastor offends me. I mean, well, that's going to be before the end of the sermon. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, 
It's just the way that we live in a culture where we don't offend people. Jesus offended people all the time. Remember, Jesus preached a sermon, everybody left, and his disciples are standing there, and Jesus said, you want to leave me as well? And, and what did they say? Where are we going to go? You alone have the words of eternal life. Once you know the truth, how could you go back to something else, right, to a living a lie? And, and so, right, sometimes you're going to be offended when you come to church. And are you committed? If, if the pastor says something about your political thing that you don't like, is that it? I'm quitting, God, I'm out, right? I mean, uh, if whatever, if something doesn't go your way, right? And so it's important to think about that because here's what's going to happen. Difficult times are going to come and you have to decide, am I in or am I out, right? Am I committed or am I not? And I love the Apostle Paul. He said in Philippians 1.21, he said, for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. Basically, Paul said, I have a true commitment to Jesus and uh, I'm going to love him, serve him, and that's not a seeker-friendly version of Christianity, right? Paul didn't say, if somebody offends me, I quit. In fact, Paul, in the book of Acts, he would go from town to town preaching the gospel, and people would say, they're going to beat you up. He's like, I don't care. In fact, he said, look, I don't care if they kill me. I'm going to preach the gospel, right? He's a, he, I'm in. I'm fully 100% committed. It, and, and why was Paul like that? Well, because he recognized that Jesus died on the cross for his sins, and he was so thankful. And he's like, wow. And, and Paul was a terrible person before. And because of that love of God towards him, he wanted to be fully committed. And you know, for me, that's the same thing in my life. I recognize that Jesus died on the cross for my sin, and so I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back, right? When I got saved, I got rid of all my stuff that had to do with the flesh in the world. And I know people that saved some. I'm like, what are you doing with that? Well, I'm saving it. For what? For a day when my flesh wants to go off the rails. I'm like, well, don't, right? Make no opportunity for the flesh. That's what the Bible tells us. And so, you know, for all of us, you need to know that God loves you. He wants to bless your life. And why does he tell us th these stories like with Absalom? Well, because he doesn't want you to make those same mistakes. He doesn't want you to be deceived into thinking that you can live after the flesh, live in the carnal nature, and that nothing will happen, right? Consequences come. And is it going to happen immediate? No, right? We all know. If you smoke a cigarette, are you going to get lung cancer today? No. If you drink a beer, you're going to get drunk. You're going to, well, you might get drunk. I mean, I would because I haven't drank in a long time. Uh, like, 35 years, but, uh, but I mean, are you going to become an alcoholic if you drink one beer? Well, some people might, right? Is it going to ruin your life? Probably not, but it's slow over a long period of time. Was Absalom in power for a while? Yeah, short period of time, and so God wants us to be totally committed to him, because why? Because it produces the best kind of life. Jesus said, I have come that you would have life, that you would have it more abundant. He wants your life to be full of joy and peace and love, and that comes from being committed to him. See, if you just come to church, and you're kind of just going through the motions, and you aren't fully committed, and, and you, you know, go off with Absalom from time to time, well, bad things are going to happen, right? And then you think, well, why, isn't, why is my life not full of joy and peace and love? Well, it depends on, you know, your choices. And, and, and for me, I want to finish the race. The Apostle Paul said, I fought the good fight, I finished the race. I don't want to go off with Absalom. Now, here's the thing. This is hard for you to comprehend. I would love to hang out with Absalom <laughs> before I was a Christian. He would have been my best friend. Hey, let's break all the rules. Why does the Bible say we don't care, right? But now... Now, I'm afraid of Absalom's. When Absalom's come around me and say, hey, Bob, you want to go over here? I'm like, I do, but I'm not going to. And I'm also thankful my wife tells me, don't do it. Anyway, um, right, but yeah. But the truth is, all of us have that. I was talking to Dennis the other day. All of us want to go hang out with Absalom. But you need to know, it's not going to turn out well. Sin is fun for a season, right? But is it worth it? Absolutely not, right? And God loves you. And so maybe God's been speaking to your heart today. Uh, maybe... You recognize that living in rebellion to God is not where you want to go. You don't want those results. And so maybe 
you, you need to recommit your life to the Lord. Or maybe you've never done it at all. Maybe you want to commit your life to him. You can do it this morning. So uh, we're going to pray, and, and, and you can you know, just pray to the Lord yourself this morning. Uh, pray to him quietly. And uh, so let's bow our heads, and we're going to pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, we thank you that you love us so much. And we thank you that you give us this insight about what is true commitment. Lord, we thank you for Ittai and his example. We thank you for the Apostle Paul and Jesus. And we thank you for all the Christians before us that were fully committed. Billy Graham and Chuck Smith and, and just all the other folks, Lord. And for Greg Laurie at 70, still sharing the gospel. And Lord, we just pray that you would stir our hearts. Lord, that we would be truly committed to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you